I showed up. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. I want to talk about the podcast. Okay. Because I must say that this is probably the most um, intimate sounding podcast or vulnerable and intimate mm-hmm. podcast that I've come across, at least in the GCC or in the Arab world. Mm. Why did it start? First of all, what is it? Okay. Uh, um, what do you talk about? And then where did, where did it come from? Okay. Yeah. So to the one person listening is a stream of consciousness podcast. And it honestly, it's only started because I've been talking about starting a podcast for, I'm not even joking. I think it was four to five years of me telling people that, oh, I have a, I have a perfect voice for a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. And I kept telling people this and I never actually got it done. And I think you, you do have a great podcast voice, Thank I must you. say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm finally using it. But yeah. uh, it was kind of like I reached a point of realization of, uh, you know, when there's so many other people's voices in your own head that you never actually do anything because you're scared of those voices. Mm. And it, it's like that with everything. With everything I've done, there's always been other people's voices in my head and me trying to figure out how to, you know, um, please those voices and also do what I want. And it's always been difficult. And I, I just reached a point of saying like, okay, it doesn't really matter what those voices are saying as long as I love to do it. Mm. Um, and f- the only way I could convince myself to actually, first of all, buy a microphone, which I realized was so cheap. Like I'm like, yeah, oh, I have cheap. to, <laughs> I have to save money for it. And it's like I found one for like twenty, 20 reals. <laughs> and you get they're pretty decent. And they're so well. good. They're so, yeah. and people are like, your your podcast is so professional. And they they have no idea I bought this <laughs> microphone for twenty reals. Yeah. Uh, and I just plugged it into my laptop, mm. and I bought the microphone in March. And then I started the podcast in June. So I thought, like, okay, if I put actual money into this project, I'm going to start it. Yeah, you got to commit now. And then I, I bought the microphone and didn't use it <laughs> for like three months. What was the biggest voice that was stopping you from starting? I think it was it was what people, like if I say the wrong thing. Mm. I think my, my fear was that I would say the wrong thing. And for some reason, that would be the death of me. Mm. Um, I think sometimes it, you don't ask yourself the question, like what's the worst that could happen? I feel like I ask myself that question all the time. Yeah. Me being apparently pessimistic. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the answer? Um, I love that. Actually, it's one of those things that I used to be apprehensive about that character in me. Mm-hmm. But now I fully embrace it. And uh, I get to, by seeing worst case scenario before yeah. they happen, I get to avoid them happening. Okay. So if anything, to me, I genuinely see it as a very optimistic thing. Yeah, yeah. I want to be, be pessimistic yeah. initially. Pessimistic yeah. initially. And then avoid that thing happening. Yeah. Because I'm optimistic that it would do great. That it would do great. I think for me, I also love the question, but for a very different reason. Mm -hmm. For me, it's always the answer to the question isn't as bad as Mm. your fears. So if I actually visualize, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? That I get told off? That that I, you know, what, what of me saying something wrong on a podcast the worst case scenario is actually not that scary. Like you put it down and say you're sorry. Yeah. Like that's the worst case scenario, you know? Mm. And I'm like, okay, if that's the worst case scenario, then I should feel comfortable enough to do it. So once I realize that the worst case isn't that bad, I can actually start. But that wasn't helpful either. Like it was helpful, but it, it wasn't enough to get me started. Yeah. Um, and then I had a huge shift in my life, like Mm -hmm. a massive, my whole world like broke apart and then I needed an outlet. I had so much uh, emotions in me and I had, at that point I felt quite alone. Like I felt like I really didn't have anyone to talk to. Mm. Um, So I I realized I have a microphone. Yeah. (laughs) So I picked up the microphone and I reminded myself that I started the podcast in April, but there was no episode. So I, I, I wrote the name, I wrote the description. I, uh, I did the Buzzsprout thing, you know, Mm. um, I had it ready. I just never recorded an episode. So, so in June, when I felt the lowest I've ever felt in my life, 
I picked up the microphone and said like, okay, this microphone is going to be my friend. I'm going to talk to this microphone as if it's the one person I could talk to or I wish I could talk to. Yeah. I I feel it's hard to talk about this podcast without at least mentioning the, 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 thing? the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I got divorced. Mm. So that was tough. I do talk about it in my podcast yeah, briefly. Um, but it was quite shocking. It happened so quickly and it was very jarring. And you lost the I lost the one person I thought I could speak to. Mm. Uh, so shifting that into trying to come up with something. Be- I didn't even think that the podcast would be something beautiful. I, I literally thought it was going to be just an outlet for me. It was therapy for myself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about getting the views or getting people to listen or to resonate or to reflect or to feel like they it, could it, connect it, with to me. To me, it sounded like it was meant for you. Yeah, it it yeah. was and, and it still is. I will start posting again. If you are a fan, I'm really sorry for being MIA, but because of Zawraq, you know. <laughs> um, but um, it was therapeutic, especially when I focused on, on the fact that it was for me and not for an audience. Mm-hmm. I think once it started growing and picking up and people were like, when's the next episode? Mm-hmm. I started feeling a bit distant from the original goal, which was this is supposed to be an outlet for me. No matter what other people say, this is this is for me, by me and for me. And I think when artists, I was talking to someone about this yesterday, we were talking about the creative economy and how artists should capitalize on um, on the demand for art and how they could sell their art. And I just started to think that creative outputs isn't good if it's made for people. The best creative output is when artists are solely focused on the emotional release of creating or on doing something that they truly believe in. And it's the story they want to tell, whether the people care or not, whether people will buy it or not. I'm making this because it's what I want to do. And from that, you you gain an authentic output. And the authentic output is what has high demand. Not something that was made to please people. That's very surface level and I don't think that's sustainable. Can both exist? I think both can exist, but I think one is better. <laughs> but I mean, can both exist together? Because mm. can, can an artist tap into that real place of um, unfiltered output mm. for themselves, but also have it in the back of their mind that I want to be able to pay rent with it. Mm. You know what I mean? It That's becomes complicated. It does become complicated. And it's a very tricky question because yeah. I think um, when I was talking about this yesterday, um, it was Ashwaq, Ashwaq Maskeri. Do you know her? She's El Shog. She's, yeah. she's a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love so her content. I gave her a scenario. I'm like, what, which, what kind of output gets more views? Mm. Um, when you make a video because you're passionate about something or when you're making a video focused on how many likes and views am I going to get? Mm. And it is the former. that when she makes a video about something that she cares about, people are able to resonate and connect more. Mm. But then, she also said the same point is like these two things can coexist. I just, I don't think anyone has figured out the exact equation for it. And not just in Oman, I mean all over the world, you know? I, I don't know if there is an exact equation to it. I feel like that would always change project to project. Mm. What it means to be tr- truly you mm-hmm. whilst also trying to make a living yeah. would very much, I think, depend on, Uh, you, the project that you're currently working on yeah. and asking yourself this question actively, yeah, like exactly, being yeah. conscious about what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. But then trying to find that line. Um, I feel like that's, uh, I, I, I've grappled with this. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have an answer to this. And I've seen a lot of people grapple with mm-hmm. this. I've seen people who their best output is when you're not, they're not commissioned. And then once mm. you put money into it and it's stressful, it's, some, it's and not it's, even, it's almost like it infects the idea. Yeah. The money infects the idea. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, I've seen what you could categorize, I guess, as a very highly professional mm. artist mm-hmm. where the, the output is so consistently yeah. Um, amazing yeah. whether money is involved or, or not. not yeah i just see these people as being super lucky yeah. because i feel like all of us are trying to strive for to that. be that yeah it doesn't get in their heads you know 
But your statement is so bold, yani. It's it's hard for me to say yes. You know? I know, it's, I know. It's, uh, but I, I think for for me, the podcast, like I I noticed, I can like track the episodes and which ones get more traction than, yeah. than the others, and it's always the podcast where I'm not thinking about the output. I'm not thinking about what I'm saying. I'm completely like it's just thought through. Like my thoughts are just you know flowing through. Mm. Where other, whereas. I, because it's, I only have a few episodes, I think I have eight. Um, I try to experiment with doing like a structure of like me writing notes mm. and then me just rambling on. And sometimes I use like a quote that I resonate with and then I talk about the quote or a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realize the ones that I've structured saying that, okay, I'm going to talk about this yeah. and then I'm going to talk about this don't do very well uh, because I feel like I'm trying to connect, uh, intentionally connect to people. Whereas the ones where I'm just rambling and actually there's no structure. And when I listen back, I'm like, this is very weird and confusing and doesn't really have a, a good structure. People people actually listen. Yeah. So I think it depends on the person. I think for me, that worked better. I, I, I want to push back on that okay. point. Because I, I want you to consider something and maybe there is validity in it, maybe not. Okay. What if just... It's because you're experimenting with this new form that mm-hmm. you are in this transition phase where it's not good yet. Yeah. But what if you just keep at that mm-hmm. and then figure out how to, I don't know, mar- marry these two worlds. Mm, I see. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Um, but I binged your entire uh, <laughs> podcast okay. because I've not heard anything like this mm. um, from the perspective of people in our region. Yeah, I, I've heard some very um, vulnerable, intimate podcasts yeah. from the West. Yeah, never. Uh, here. from here yeah and mashallah يعني, you're so articulate uh, in the way you speak I'm very engaging and it's just one woman in her microphone just one woman you know, in her microphone i know coming from this technical background how mm. difficult it is to make that engaging yeah for, uh, uh, يعني, really i highly recommend the podcast thank you part of me also feels like i don't want people to find it <laughs> because you know it's there is this sense that I'm the only one listening to this it's well like you I'm, are technically and everyone else who listens is also the only one because when you do listen to it most likely you're alone yeah yeah that's true so I am and I, I try to f- hyper focus on that when I'm recording is that even if five people listen to it there are five individuals who listen to it individually rather than mm. they're not like five people together listening like uh, huddled around the table playing my podcast even though that has happened someone someone sent me a video of like a few people on loudspeaker listening to my podcast and they're like no we're listening to your podcast i'm like oh this makes me very uncomfortable <laughs> really you should just listen to it in your car or in your bedroom but not with a group of people i it was really jarring i loved it i love the support thank you for those people who know you know i guess but, it, it very much has to do with the content of your podcast it's mm, very personal yeah it is yeah so i could see how that would be jarring mm. and my experience when i've seen people come together and put it on loudspeaker and this i get so excited yeah but i'm not often um uh, like vulnerable and mm. open and the podcast yeah. which is so where did the motivation come from then finally so i know at least for me mm. some of the biggest moves that i've made in my life whether it comes to career or a big change yeah. comes from uh, from hitting some form of a bottom yeah whether it's an existential bottom mm. whether it's a breakup whether it's something yeah. but I often say this to people who I meet who are uh, either in their bottom or very close to it. Yeah. You know, mm. um, and it almost, they they make it seem, or yeah. maybe it's true that there is no way out. There, yeah. I, 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 I say to them because I truly believe this and I, I've experienced this. I say, congratulations. Mm. It does not get worse than this. Yeah. Well done. You reached it. Yeah. Yani, here you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now figure out like it, it, there's no point thinking about how you're going to exit this video game. Yeah. Think about okay. Now that you're willing to exit, great. That means you can do anything you want. Literally. Yeah. Try something completely different. Uh, there's a. I always reference TikTok and people find it very confusing. I'm like, there's a thing I read on TikTok. Like you know how people reference books and reference <laughs> articles. So Gen and, Z. And I'm not. 
not I'm, I'm a millennial but like I've been your, your first episode is amazed by Gen Z that's amazed the title by, literally and and since then that was June that was when I downloaded TikTok mm. and I was my mind was blown I was blown away by TikTok and the amount of information and not not even information the amount of knowledge that you gain from TikTok and I'm not promoting TikTok and it, it does take up a lot of my time but I've learned so much so there was something I read on TikTok mm-hmm. recently in relation to what you said when you hit rock bottom um, and this I forgot her name the TikToker she said things have to cr- when things crumble you can only start building from scratch like things mm-hmm. have to crumble in order for you to start building from scratch you you can't glue it back together it's crumbled it's crumbled so wow. that was so powerful and I'm like okay this is something that I, like I that. and that's what I'm doing I think that's what I did with to the one person listening that's what I did with Zawraq it's it's when things completely collapsed that I was able to feel like I have a blank slate I have a fresh start and it's time to start building again you know mm. who is this one person in your mind when you visualize this person Honestly, it depends. It changes yeah. episode to episode. Um, sometimes it's a friend. Sometimes it's my mother. I don't think she knows this. But yeah, sometimes I do Has imagine. she listened to all of it? She listens to some of it. Mm. I, I think um, towards the end, like she's like, yeah, it's the same thing, right? I'm like, no, it's different. <laughs> sit down. And then I would just play it for her and I would like sit in front of her and it's like 15 minutes and I'd just wait for her reaction. Now enjoy it. Now enjoy it. <laughs> But she does, and then she does enjoy it, and then we we have a really great conversation afterwards mm. about it. Um, sometimes it's your mother. Sometimes. Sometimes it's a friend. Sometimes it's a friend who triggered the episode. So mm. after the first episode, I've got. I never knew how how many friends I have, and when I say friends, I don't mean like acquaintances, acquaintances or Instagram friends. I mean friends that I can connect with on a deep level. Mm-hmm. So after the first episode, people reached out to me and you know, the pandemic, it just kind of tore people apart. I don't want to say tore, but we distance each other from each other, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, and it, you don't blame people for not following up. Everyone has busy lives. Everyone's kind of immersed in their own world, mm-hmm. but the podcast kind of, brought back people that I haven't had deep conversations with in a really long time. And then one conversation from one episode inspired the next episode. Mm. So when I speak about to the one person listening in the next episode, it's like I'm speaking to the person who listened to the first episode. Wow! And it's always a different person from episode to episode. So it's just a series of friends, of friends that I've connected with on a very deep level. Is it ever you that you're talking to? No, I would just ball, I would just cry if I if I had to talk to myself. I would just cry. I think Why? I don't know. I don't know. I think I think it's. I think when uh, because only I know how I'm feeling and what I'm going through. So, to speak to myself from a third person point of view, knowing what I know about myself, is is. Uh, Yeah, it's it's uh, it's hard. It's really hard because I know if this has ha- this happened, if what what I'm going through, if I knew someone that I love is going through something similar to what I'm going through, mm. I would I would hate it. I would I I would feel angry. I would feel upset. I would be sad. I would be you know uh, really frustrated that this person doesn't deserve this. You know, I know I don't deserve this. Mm. But for me to think of me as someone else, as someone I love, um, is hurtful. Like, I'd rather it be me because I know I'm strong enough to to handle it or to figure it out, you know? Um, so to speak to myself is, is, is hard. <laughs> I must say, um, I get where you're coming from. But it also seems to me that it's being a little unfair to yourself. Mm. Yeah. Why, 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 can, why are you allowed to... To go through something like this. Yeah. And you can be strong for someone else, but not for you. Yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I think I really believe in the idea that um, God doesn't put someone through more than what they can handle. Um, And sometimes it does feel a lot, but 
but I do believe everything happens for a reason. And I think it's all part of a bigger story. It's all part of something, a bigger journey for me, you know? Mm. Uh, and I've been lucky enough. I've been blessed, actually. I've been blessed to have a very good life. You know, my childhood was good. My life was good. I've been given opportunities that a lot of people wouldn't even be able to get, you know? Mm. Um, and for this to be the trial of my life or let's say the trial of my 20s because who knows what the future holds mm. um i'm blessed to have this as a trial you know um i'm i'm healthy i'm strong uh i know who i am uh, i know what i'm capable of i know what potential i have in me um and this is just a trial you know this is just a trial that i have to go through in order to become who who i can be i think Wow. So will there ever be a point in the future where you would do an episode to yourself? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think it's anytime soon, but maybe sometime eventually. So you're not there yet. I'm not there. I'm nowhere close to being there. What's there? I don't know. It's... It's not fair, you know, like if I start talking to myself, I'll, I'll, I'll know that this isn't fair. Noor doesn't deserve this. Noor didn't do anything to deserve this. But sometimes life is shocking. Sometimes it's random. Sometimes it's very, very confusing. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's just, it's, tra it's traumatizing too, you know, life can be traumatizing. Um, but we roll with the punches, you know, we... This is like, you can't predict what happens to you. Crazy things happen every single day and there are crazy people out there too. Um, and it's, you don't know what, how the dice is going to roll. Is it going to roll in your favor or it's going to roll against you? But I know one thing is const a constant that I can always depend on. I think that's what keeps me going. God is always a constant. Mm. Um, God is truth, you know? Um And knowing that and fully believing in that and having faith in that is so powerful. Wow. I want to take a break. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I will come back to this. Um, okay. I'm looking at the playlist that I have lined up and it just feels so inappropriate. Oh, right no. <laughs> oh, no. What are you going to do? We I got mean, people in a vibe and now you're going to ruin the vibe. Oh, well, why not? I mean, we're, we're a combination of all these vibes. It's so, experimental. Yeah. So Tom Mitch. Okay. Okay. South of the river. Nice. You know, <laughs> get your body moving a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> Back to Ain't Nobody Listening on Oman FM 90.4. I'm Abdullah Al Ma'wali, and with me in the studio is Noor Al Mahrouqi. You know what's annoying about these breaks? Yeah. Is that I, I, I check my phone and I see people that are listening, and then you start saying, Ain't nobody listening. And I'm like, Oh, but I know people that are listening. And I'm like, Are people actually listening? I don't know if they're just like taking a video for like five minutes and then. I see. Or are they listening? To, have have you all been here since 7, 7 p.m.? I don't know. I don't know. How about they prove it? Maybe they can call us in. Oh, can they? Yeah, they can call. Oh my God, please, people. Uh, if yeah. you're my friend, if you know me personally, actually, even if you yeah. don't know me personally. Yeah. Two, four, six, zero. Two zero five eight. Two four six zero two zero five eight. What? How you just memorize? I'm an actor. I'm an actor. That's that what is I do. Great. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I I like to believe that there's nobody listening. Mm. But every once in a while, we open up the lines and people will surprise me and be like, "We're actually listening." <laughs> and then sometimes I literally would repeat the number like. 20 times in a show nobody listens no one's listening I think it's funny to just keep repeating the number <laughs> to see if anyone's actually listening so I'll do that again the number is 2460-2058 if you got any questions for Noor Al-Mahrouqi if you have just any love and appreciation that you want to share with her um, call in to the one person listening call in hey. so real quick if people want to find your podcast yes. how can they do that 
Well, you can find it on any podcast platform. So it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. That's a very podcast thing to say. I know, I know. (laughs) I listen to a lot of podcasts and everyone says that. And it was, I've been listening to podcasts for years. And then when I did this episode, when I did my first podcast episode and I said that, I'm like, ooh. (laughs) Now it's real. Now it's real. (laughs) So are you a huge podcast fan in general? Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? I do. I made the transition, the transition from music to podcasts in 2018. I still listen to music, but not as much. Um, It's between podcasts and audiobooks now. Mm. And uh, my favorite podcast is No Stupid Questions by Freakonomics Radio. Yeah, by Stephen Stephen Dubner and Angela Duckworth. Yeah, and she's from the book Grit. She She did the book Grit. Oh my God. Oh my God. This book. I've I've read it three times through. Yeah, and I've d- I've done the grit test a couple of times. I need to read it. I've been meaning to. It's so good. It's so good. And I think the book Grit um, proves to people. I think it's the, it's one of the things that influenced me pushing and going going for things that I never thought I could go for. Mm-hmm. I think millennials especially have a lot of like self doubt, saying oh, like yeah. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Or I should just stick to my own lane. Uh, I have a job. I should be happy. This We're should very be enough. apologetic We're about very our apologetic. existence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I shouldn't be here, you know? Yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, yeah. So the book Grit kind of just proves to people that all you need is dedication and resilience and kind of um, perseverance. Sorry, not resilience, perseverance. Mm, perseverance. Perseverance is the word. So it's grit, the power of perseverance. Yeah. Um, and and she's done studies, like years and years of studies to, say, to see whether what gets people to success. Is mm-hmm. it IQ? Is it EQ? Mm-hmm. It's none of those things. It's just perseverance yeah it's the power of perseverance and then self-belief like if you believe in yourself yeah um i do think you know what we should talk about Mm. what do you think of like this whole manifestation thing that's interesting um i had this conversation recently and i I find myself having this conversation with different type of types of people because uh, just the circles that i'm around you know artists and all manifestation comes up quite a bit i don't know is the honest, truthful answer because mm. I have this theory mm-hmm. and it's not a solid theory. It can change. Tell it, me your uh, theory yeah. and then I'll see if I agree with you. Yeah, it, my theory, it, it's it's not as magical as like the other ideas, okay? It's, I do believe in putting, setting goals and putting things out there in the mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. and saying things like openly that mm-hmm. this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And some might say, and that's when the universe mm-hmm. or God, or God mm-hmm would magically make Mm. this thing appear in front of you. Mm -hmm. Now, there's no evidence either way to say whether that's right or wrong. Mm. So it very well might be right. Mm -hmm. So I'm not disputing that. Mm. But the way I see it is, yes, I agree with the action Mm -hmm. of like writing things down. and Law of attraction. But I feel like the mechanism in which it works, Mm -hmm. it's more to do with the brain and the subconscious internalization of that idea or that want or that need Mm. that makes you act um, either consciously act towards it Mm -hmm. or because you believe it so much you're subconsciously saying yes and no to things that would lead you closer to what you want yeah you know what I mean I agree I think the world okay I'm gonna say something but just tell me if it makes sense okay the world only exists the way our mind thinks it exists It's 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 a it's a statement that you cannot refute. Yeah, because we can't see it any other way. Yeah. So how we choose to believe the world is is how the world is uh-huh. because we don't have another truth to live by. Yeah. Some might I I I know a person who has an argument against this not against but an, okay. a counter argument to this. Okay. Uh, there, I guess he he would start with the question: Do you believe in an ultimate truth, and mm, an absolute truth? An absolute truth. Mm. Because if you believe in an absolute truth, then the way you perceive life mm. doesn't really matter. Because there is 
absolute truth yeah. beyond it. And you have to seek that absolute truth. You have truth. to seek that absolute truth. Mm. I don't know where I stand in any of this. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. It's very interesting. But I think manifestation has to do to, to how you perceive the world, right? Yeah. So if you think it works, it probably works because that's what you believe, not mm -hmm. because it objectively works. Yeah. Um, and that's one part of it. I do believe that the mind is quite powerful. And it can do a lot to how we live our lives, like to to kind of harness the power of our brains and the power of our emotions too. Mm -hmm. But um, I think the whole hype of manifesting your dreams and your realities and your goals is a very privileged thing to do as well. Uh, you're not going to walk up to the homeless person and say, you should manifest the house, you know, Um It it doesn't quite. <laughs> it's a little insulting. It's a little insulting. It's very privileged. It's a privileged thing to think that. I, I do believe that there is some something to it. Yeah. I just don't think it's everything. I don't think it's a hundred percent everything. Maybe I am overstepping now that I think about mm -hmm. it by saying that it's it's a little bit insulting because I don't really know now mm -hmm. that I'm thinking about it. But mm -hmm. I. I guess it depends how you say it, right? Mm -mm. Because if if you're if you meet a homeless person mm. on the on, on the street mm. and you go and tell me, it's like you know why you're poor, you mm. know why you don't have a home, it's because your thinking is is like because you believe you're poor. But if you believe you're rich, well, you're gonna well, become so rich. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, but but. There is some truth to that. You have to believe that you're capable of changing your situation in order to even move. Yes, I do. I do yeah. agree with that. Like there, there is a power to to faith and to to believing in in your future and what you are capable of. Yeah, but it's not everything. So where do you stand with this? Is this? A, do you practice this? I think I practice this in a very weird way. I think um, my type of manifestation is very linked to religion and prayer and mm. my relationship with Allah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think faith is very powerful in the sense where if I truly believe that God is, is, is going to give me something or if I'm going to pray for something, yeah. if I believe that it will happen, it will only happen in the best way that it is for me. Not in the way that I imagine it, but in the way that God imagines it or manifests it for me. Right. I don't believe the power of, of manifestation is within me. I believe that I can, um, hmm. I don't know what the English yes. words. Um, yeah, I don't know how to translate of it. the power of manifestation to Allah. And Allah is the only manifester for me, but it's through my faith and my belief that he, he is able to manifest things. The, the difference is in, do you believe that there is a force, a power that is beyond you that delivers these manifestations or do you believe that it's, it is you? <laughs> no, I don't believe it's me. Yeah. I'm just a human with a soul. <laughs> yeah. Did we, are we, are we supposed to talk about this? I don't know. A soul. I think we should. A we, soul with a human existence. A soul, a soul in somewhere. a body, a soul in a physical form. Yeah. Isn't that Eckhart Tolle? Oh, is it? I, I saw in a physical existence, something along those lines. There's so much in our brains that, yeah. we, like like I told you earlier, there's no such thing as an original thought. Yeah. So everything we're saying is imitations of things we've read or learned yeah. throughout our lives. You know, it's so funny because I, I did this not too long ago. Like I, I don't believe I'm saying this on air. I, I said a line. And okay. I was so impressed that I came up with that line, okay? <laughs> and I had to Google it to make sure if it's original. Yeah. I'm like, this has to exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I Googled it and I found it nowhere. Now nowhere. I wish I remember what the line is. I wrote it down Ooh. somewhere. But it's just like, oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that's when, well, that's when, that's catharsis. <laughs> that is catharsis. I love how random this conversation I'm is. so sorry we went like, I don't, sorry. I don't know why. No, no. You, you saw him jumping around on my chair like... I get excited when we talk about these um, uh, um, like very fluid philosophical ideas yeah. that could go either way. Yeah. It's, it's really stimulating to my mind. I Me feel, too. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so open, we're opening up. The lines are open, you guys. It's 2460-2058. You don't worry about trying to sound smart or like trying to figure out where we are in another conversation. Doesn't matter. Abdullah, I don't think anyone's listening. 
Yeah, it's true. I manifested it. That's what it is. I think we need to. I think we need to prove. You guys, if if anyone is listening, yeah. you need to prove us wrong because otherwise we'll just continue rambling on. Oh, that that was not what's supposed to be played. Oh, uh, I thought I, it was, I, was, I was supposed to put a nice background music. Oh, as you. I thought you were like you know uh, cutting me off and saying like. Please stop talking. I was like, oh, okay. No, no, no. Tell them, tell them. For, yeah, yeah. If, if you guys don't call in, we're just going to assume that you are no one and you're a ghost. Yeah. So the number is 24 right? 58, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, was that not clear? I could repeat it for you. 24 yeah. 60 <laughs> Two zero five eight. That's the number to call. And if you're a shy person, you you, you don't want your voice to be on air. You could always DM us on Instagram at omanfm.om. I got access to our account right now until 9 p.m. So if you send a message now, hopefully I'll be able to catch it and um, ask Noor uh, another question. Uh, you know, the thing is, Noor, it's it's not from a lack of topics. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm already thinking of. At least three different directions I could take this conversation. Okay. But, but considering the limited amount of time, I think mm-hmm. it would be super cool to hear like uh, just people call in. Yeah, I want to talk to people. Uh, yeah. So two four six zero two zero five eight. We're gonna go on a quick break, and we're expecting a call. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Cool. Your nation station. And we're back. We don't have much time, Noor. I know. It's uh, 9 p.m. We'll be done here. That's about 15 minutes to go. So fast. But there's this question I want to ask you that I asked a couple of guests. And I would love to see how you go about thinking about it. Not necessarily the answer. Okay. Um, let's say, you, have you watched the movie Just Look, Don't Look Up? No, I haven't yet. Do you know the general premise? Yeah, it's like about climate change. Um, it's okay. So I'll tell Leonardo you. Leonardo Gen- DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> That's I the, know that. the, the important fact. And I know she didn't like. I don't know if she meant it when she said she didn't like working with him, or she just said it was hell working with Leo. Really? That's all I know about the movie. I'm not surprised for some reason. <laughs> But the pr- the general premise is there is this uh, comet coming to Earth and it's going to destroy everything. Okay. Okay. This is not a spoiler. This is the big premise yeah. of the show. Okay. And it's going to hit Earth in six months. Mm. So my question to you is, if you just found this out, mm-hmm. what is the next six months going to look like? Ooh. Honestly. Honestly, honestly, I would, I would, um, I would record all my thoughts. All, all of them. All of them. And then hope that, and I'd like talk to like people from a parallel universe, you know, like, My next audience are like aliens who are going to take over <laughs> to the, the one alien listening to the one alien listening. <laughs> let me tell you everything about Earth that you need to do that you need to know. That's such a beautiful premise, though. Yeah, I think that's what I would do if I because I feel like um, everyone has this. I don't know if everyone has this, but everyone wants to leave this world with an with something left behind with some sort of a legacy. Um, and everyone does kind of. And the legacy sometimes lasts Five years, sometimes last a hundred years, sometimes two hundred, sometimes like Plato, thousands of years. Yeah. Um, and maybe we don't intentionally look or think about a legacy, mm-hmm. but I think I'd like my legacy to be a story or um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think something like that. I think I'd, I'd like to tell my story or tell a story. Yeah, a story of. Um Your time on Earth? A story of my time on Earth. How would the story start? So there's this... No, I, I can't So say there's this. this. <laughs> I, I was going to say something, but I, I realized we're on air. Maybe we, we can't say that. Um, so Let's you are born. You are born. Mm-hmm. I was going to start a bit earlier than that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> And you don't know anything. You can't see. You can't hear. You can't really process information. You don't even understand the world around you. So you cry most of the time and you really you extract things from your body and you you know, you drink things as well. Yeah. And then as you grow, you start to your your things become clearer. Your vision starts to you recognize objects. I'm surprised that this is not a personal story yet it's not a, but i feel like like i know it's it's not something we remember 
but I don't know how aliens are conceived, so I'm assuming it's different than humans. <laughs> so you gotta give them the backstory. Like, give them the backstory. The, the, the what, like uh, how it works, how how we function. How as we function as human, like the biological <laughs> explanation first, and then yeah. I don't know. I really don't know because. I'm trying to remember what my perspective of life was as a child. Mm. And I don't think I thought, I didn't think, I don't think I thought about more than tomorrow. Like tomorrow was all I thought about or like today and tomorrow, you know, as a kid, yeah. like that's how farsighted I was as a child. And I think that's what, be what, how beautiful it is to be a child because you're not thinking about next week or next month or next year. Or your, the rest of your life. Yeah. You, you don't develop that existentialism yet. You know, you're just thinking about like, I have school today and then I have homework that I have to submit tomorrow. Or like, tomorrow I will see my cousin, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and in that simplicity, there's so much space in your brain for other things. Yeah. To be creative, to think up stories, to think up characters, imaginary friends. Um, it's it's funny how we, at least some of us, uh, we get to a certain stage in our lives where we're trying to figure out how to be present mm. and so we adopt these practices yeah. be it meditation or prayer or yeah. anything of uh, or even sports exactly, you know yeah. or art mm. and that's something that's always been within us as children mm -hmm. and we lost it somewhere we lost it, yeah. along the way pretending yeah. to be adults that's how we lost it i don't think anyone yeah. is a real adult i think everyone is still a child yeah Uh, and we're just pretending to be this thing that we're, no one really knows what it means to be an adult, you know? We have a caller on the line, by the way. <gasps> hello, hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for calling. You were listening. <laughs> hello. I'm listening. Uh, I'm driving to Muscat in a two-hour drive. Oh, so amazing. I'm listening to you guys. I love the conversation. Thank you. Uh, It's, it's very, let's say, uh, it's, it's a very deep conversation. It's, it's make people think and reflect and uh, touch uh, different parts of uh, everyone's thought and different, uh, let's say, parts of their life. Tell me, who are you and what did you like about, what's the most thing that you resonated with? Uh, uh, as you said, I'm a ghost. You're a ghost, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, is there any idea that we mentioned here that you feel connects with you as a ghost? Uh, well, it, 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 it's all about, uh, uh, mainly about uh, things start with uh, someone uh, themselves. If you want to start something, if, mm. you want, if you're thinking about starting something, mm -hmm. it's not going to start. People not going to help you yeah. unless you start by yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree And 100%. That, well, that's great. Thank you so much for calling. Who, who, who are you? He said he's a ghost. Yeah, you're not going to tell us your no, name. No, he's a ghost. No, nope. ah, I'm, I'm listening to you guys <laughs> and I'll be listening for the rest of the time. Thank you. Have a safe trip back to Muscat. Drive safe. And I hope you, you enjoy the rest of the, the conversation. And I'm so happy that at least one ghost is listening, you know? There you okay. go. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. Yay! Yeah, we got that one person to the one person you. listening. I told you, to you should be more optimistic like me, you know, because there's yeah. always at least one person listening. But now I'm feeling like I'm getting a little like um, uh, greedy. Oh, I want another. <laughs> <laughs> I want another caller. The number is two four six zero two zero five eight. I'm actually happy. I'm like I'm pretty content yeah. that I, okay, at least one person is listening. So yeah. all of the things that we've mentioned today didn't go to waste. But you no. said. We're also recording this, right? Well, it is being recorded. Okay, good. And with your permission, I would love to upload it because I think this, uh, we tackle a lot of things that. Yeah. That I feel like it's not spoken enough. Yeah, I agree. About, Yani. I agree. Yeah. I think it's nice to have conversations like this. I think um, with a lot of our day to day conversations, we're not really present. Mm -hmm. We talk about a lot of things, we can talk for hours. Yeah about daily things yeah but to kind of switch off and and maybe find a deeper level mm -hmm. uh conversation is is difficult to do especially now when our attention spans are very very limited absolutely so it's kind of nice to be able to talk about 
other things, other otherworldly things. Talk about aliens, you know, <laughs> and exactly. Plato. Yeah. You mentioned the word existential a couple of times, mm-hmm. and I use that word quite a bit. Mm-hmm. What's your relationship with the word existential? For me, it's not about why do I exist or why am I here, but it's more about um, I am here. And I exist, and then what? Mm. That's my definition of existence. Okay, maybe it's the same thing, but, but it's so what? The why does not matter. The w- I think the why matters, but I think the why can be um, a, 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 barrier. a um, barrier. I think if we obsess about the why, we're not really. D- it doesn't matter why you're here now. Now figure it out. Now figure it out. You know, like <laughs> you didn't have a choice, yeah. but you are here. Yeah. Uh, what's next? You know, and I think it's uh, it's imperative that we use the blessings that we have, not just our existence, but our health, our minds, our souls, our spirits, whatever we have, we have been given to us without even asking for it, without even earning it. Mm. Our lives are not earned. We we are we are we were blessed with our lives. Mm. What whatever happened to us has been given to us um, in my in my view by mm. God. Right now that I've been given all these blessings, what can I do with it? And I and, and I don't want this to sound like pressure to to make an impact or to do something you don't have to build your career or build your life to have an impact it can be an impact with in and within yourself it doesn't have to be external you know yeah it can be uh, taking care of your family yeah taking care of yourself taking care of yourself because if you've been given a healthy body taking care of your body your 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 health is is part of that gratitude right of a blessing so not why but what now what now yeah exactly (laughs) that's such an interesting yeah statement what now yeah like what now yeah and boy does it apply particularly when you hit rock bottom yes definitely it's like here we are now now what now what literally because yeah rock bottom is such a weird place because for, for for a lot of us, rock bottom isn't really rock bottom. You're not actually, you still have your basic needs met. At least for me, I still had my basic needs met. I had shelter, I had water, I had food, you know. I had the basic needs met. But then there were these other needs that weren't being met. Mm. But I had a sense of kind of um, illusion that, oh, I should be at least grateful for my main needs being met but it doesn't feel like i'm grateful it doesn't feel good to have those basic needs met you know it it gets to a point where it's very depressing it's it's very sad mm-hmm. um and a lot of people i think this is a very bad thing to do when someone is going through a bad thing don't remind them of what they do have like i don't think that's a <laughs> good way to talk to someone because well at least it, you it, have this it you know? undermines the pain that they're going through it undermines the pain and they shut off yeah. um, i shut off when someone starts telling me you yeah. should be grateful at least you have this yeah. i'm like what it's not the time yeah. for this conversation and when it happens to me i just have to remind myself and uh, they're coming from a good place but it's not helpful it's but they're coming helpful. from a good place is like I know things could be better. Yeah. And uh, sometimes that is the main reason why I feel so bad. Yeah. It's because why am I not feeling grateful in this moment? Yeah. Why am I feeling so bad? And you're just telling me that I should be feel, uh, feel feeling great. better. It's making yeah. me worse. It's okay. making me worse. <laughs> I think the best thing I've learned about no. hitting rock bottom is how important is that we have another caller? Uh, no, this is a, an uh, internal. Phone. Okay. I was really happy for a second. I was going to say the, the best thing I've learned is how precious time is and how dedicating time and energy to things and people that don't feed your soul that don't feed your energy mm. there's no point i know we we all have our obligations we all have family we all have th- friends that we need to see and we need to meet but even those people if they don't feed who you are if they don't make you a better person if they don't if those conversations don't feed anything into you i don't want to say don't do them but mm. 
I, I've been trying to avoid them. I actually, and I don't feel bad about it anymore. I used to feel bad. It's like, oh, if I can't go here or if I can't go there, I'm, I'm supposed to, I'm obliged to, uh, this is what we do. This is our culture. And yeah, I, I completely respect that. But at the same time, I, I, I come first. Uh, my needs and and my health mm. makes me a better dependent or it makes me a better person to depend on. If mm. I can't be a person that other people can depend on, um, then what's the point, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't I said a lot of things. I it don't does. Know. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't believe we're at age 57 right now. <laughs> I just want to read uh, to you a couple of uh, uh, messages. Okay, sure. I got, um, mainly of appreciation here. Okay, cool. Uh, one is from Fatma. Uh, she says, finally, you said we could message. I'm tuning in from the Netherlands. I wanted to ask Noor if we could expect her back on the podcast. And Aww. what would uh, topics... Uh, what topics can we anticipate as the viewers for 2022? That's a great question. Okay, I actually yeah. have two episodes that are unpublished. One is about manifestation. The other one, I can't remember what I recorded it <laughs> because I recorded it back in November. I do have podcast episodes recorded. Yeah. I just haven't edited them and published them. So you're okay. either going to hear those unpublished episodes or I'm going to record something. When? Um, okay. Let's let's do it. I'm going to give myself a deadline yes. on public radio. Let's go. February 10th. February February why is that a word hard to say? February 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 10th. 10th. Yes. This is on record. 10 to 2022. You heard it here, folks. And that's, then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stay tuned. I love that. I feel like that's a great place. <laughs> we got another message that says uh, by El Mebseli. Uh, I just wanted to say hi. Don't worry. I'm listening. So oh, there. thank you, guys. I also got another message from Abdullah. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say these people's last names, but he's like, I'm listening. Okay, so, I know I know who Abdullah is. You don't even have to say the last name. Really? I think I know. Yeah. Interesting. Am I? I, do, would be I don't know. Maybe I'd I'd be I don't want to say his last name and then maybe no, it's no, the wrong don't. Abdullah. <laughs> don't okay. Say. And then you'll be disappointed. Like, yeah, why didn't you mess up? <laughs> mentioned your name on radio <laughs> Noor thank you so much for joining me today thank you so much this was such an interesting conversation and I'm very grateful for everything that you're doing for the community thank you for yourself and for allowing us to listen in on the podcast it does feel like a privilege to be able to hear that and I'm just going to say it right here. I cannot wait for you to be back from the UK so that we could work together. Inshallah. Because inshallah. I feel like we got important work to do here. I agree. So yeah. this is just part one of many. Part one of many. Yes. Thank you so much, Abdullah. This has been a pleasure for me too. Absolutely. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening.